everyone, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Average Joe's Podcast. We have taken a little bit of a break here, but we're back with another show, and I am pleased to be joined by my co-hosts, Tim and Dale. Um, before we get started today, I just wanted to address real quick, obviously Jake was one of our co-hosts in previous episodes, um, just a differing of views and goals about what the show was supposed to be, so... Uh, Jake has left and gone off to do his own thing, but the three of us are still intact, and we're going to be doing shows uh, fairly consistently here now. Um, I just wanted to remind everybody, you know, of course, the three of us have families, and it's tough to record episodes all the time, uh, especially with NASCAR doing two races a week. But now, obviously, they're going to race once a week, and it uh, should be a little bit easier. But regardless of that, how are you guys doing today? Doing well. Doing good. Glad to finally be back. Yeah. So we took a couple weeks off. We're rejuvenated, re-energized, and we're ready to get back in it and do it again. Um, I would also like to point out, too, that we have a pretty official setup here now with microphones, a mixer, and uh, hopefully the audio quality sounds a little better than what it has in the past with our phones and Bluetooth yeah, and, and definitely. whatnot. So we're excited to give this a shot and see how it goes. Uh, anyhow, but I will say uh, we do wish Jake the best. Yeah, we wish Jake the best. Obviously, and, uh, I forgot to mention hopefully that. But he's, yeah, hopefully he's uh, show. Uh, well, Jake's take. Jake's, Jake's take. take. Jake's take. That's yeah. Right. So hopefully he does well. And his is mainly uh, NASCAR, though. I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 We wanted to branch out a little bit, and you know, we're still going to do the regular NASCAR stuff, but uh, we have some other ideas coming up here as well. So that should uh, take place here over the next few months. We had quite a few races go on. Uh, in the hiatus that we are off for a couple weeks there. Um, so if you recall, the last episode we recorded was Brad Keselowski's win in the Coke 600 Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we did recap that race. So then that following week, they were supposed to uh, race on Wednesday. That race got rained out and moved to Thursday. Chase Elliott ended up winning that race, finally broke his uh, string of bad luck. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. For some, yeah. And then you had... Uh, the race at Bristol, Brad Kozlowski won that one as well. Uh, you could honestly say that both of Brad's wins, I would say, if you guys agree or not. But Lucky? Uh, yeah, <laughs> l he lucked into those for sure. Well, Perfect strategy call. Bristol was the, he was in like fourth or third or fourth or fifth or something, and yeah. there was a wreck in front of him. Logano and, and Chase wrecked yeah. each other. I mean, you can't get any luckier than that. I right. mean, that's insane. Yep. Hey, the saying, I'd and, rather be lucky and, than good. Yeah, it's true. And who had who picked him for our contest, that that race? That would be Jake. Yeah. <laughs> he actually picked two winners in a row yeah, because the race did. after that, they went to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. First time in a while that the Cup Series has had an entire week off, but Kevin Harvick won that race, his second win of the season. Yep. And uh, But I got the points for Kevin Harvick. Yeah, you did. You did, Dale. And then the Wednesday night race at Martinsville that took place uh, last week was won by none other than Martin Truex Jr. He picked up his first win of the season. So, um, yeah, it was a good race. We have a few drivers now that have multiple wins. you got Harvick, Kislowski, and uh, Denny Hamlin and Joey Logano, all with two wins. Truex has one. You had Alex Bowman winning back at California. And uh, so that's it as far as the points races go. But any thoughts on those uh, couple races there that we took a break from before we move on to Miami? I mean, honestly, I was pretty disappointed with the – race at martinsville you know all that hype and build up for first night race at martinsville yeah and i gotta say that was one of the most boring martinsville right. races i've witnessed in i was life. very excited about that one just for the first time being at martinsville 
at night, I mean. Now, I kept hearing Mike Joyce saying it was the first night race at Martinsville, but mm-hmm. wasn't the Chase Elliott-Denny Hamlin incident under the lights? I believe they may I have think turned was them a, on, yeah, I but think it that was, was the first official. Okay. That was a long race that, yeah, I think it, it started like a regular timing. Yeah, because he kept saying that, and I'm like, wait, that Hamlin-Chase thing took place under the mm-hmm. lights, but I get what you're saying. That makes yeah. sense. So, it might you know, the race might have ran long or something. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were actually supposed to go, uh, me, Mike, and a couple other guys were going to go down and actually see that race, and unfortunately, you know, we couldn't get to, there I'd with the stuff go going on. I'd yeah, that. yeah, that's that's the one track where I kind of felt like there should have been lights a long time ago. Think about some of the great finishes we've had there, and uh, under the lights would have made it even better, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And that was the first points night race of the year, right? I believe it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. You had obviously the duels in Daytona. They were at oh night, yeah. but th- yeah. they're not points-paying races. Um, didn't Darlington wasn't that that was under the lights, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess well, the, see, it's the so Charlotte races so too. So many different races at the same tracks and. Yeah, no, you're right. And the two Charlotte races, I don't know what I was thinking. Actually, you know what? Thinking about night races and that. Did you guys watch the race last night? The truck the, race. I did not. Trucks? No, I didn't see so, trucks. All right, it was so weird because. We're sitting there on the couch. Diane looks at me and she goes, "Hey, wait, is this race live?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, "Well, why is it dark in Miami and it's not dark here?" It was so weird because well, the time yeah, was at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I did frame, notice that. Yeah, it was like complete darkness. I don't know if it was because of the rain coming and stuff like clouds, that. maybe. Yeah, but it it was. I just found that really odd. Yeah, and the other thing that I thought was really odd with that was they were showing lightning bolts on t- on screen during the race and the trucks are on the track and don't you remember a few weeks ago the cup race got delayed i forget what track it was but they delayed it because there was lightning in the vicinity of the track you couldn't even see oh anything. yeah yeah it, wasn't... Like, it was like pop-up lightning or something yeah yeah they said that they did it regardless of it? the fans being there might have been like charlotte wasn't i think it was one of the charlotte races and yeah, that's they had to take all the camera guys down yeah they took all oh, the yeah. camera yep. guys down yep. but exactly you know, you're actually able to see the lightning in the sky, and they're still out there racing. Yeah, that is weird. What time was that about that you said that was not dark here, but it was there? Uh, like 8, 8.15. Yeah, so it's about the time it starts getting dark here, I guess. That's yeah, weird, though. I mean, it, was, it, it was had to be cloud dark. cover, I would think. Yeah. I mean, it was like pitch black. Wow, that's weird. Maybe it wasn't live, and they are telling us it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless, like, they're, you know broadcasting it out of the future right yeah right? <laughs> tape delay nasa's close by i've seen some weird stuff there so right well as far as the f- i would say we're pretty much about a third of the way through the season now which is hard to believe considering we were off racing for what two months or more yeah um 90 days i think i wanted to ask you guys and it doesn't matter who goes first but who who would be your biggest surprise so far this season positively so why don't we do this? Let's split this up between regulars and rookies. Okay. So, you know, since oh, we have such nice. a big rookie class yeah. this year. Yeah. So, big surprise regular. I got to go with Jimmy Johnson. I know he's your guy there, Timmy. Yeah, but you yeah, stole yeah. my answer. <laughs> Good old seven time. I mean, he's been running great. I, I really thought he was going to win that race yeah, at Martinsville. Too. And, uh, you know, his car just got away from him at the end of it. But um if we go to the rookie class to me it's got to be john hunter Nemechek. Uh, yeah i know i've said this a couple times during this podcast but uh 
what he's been able to do in that 38 car compared to anybody else that has mm-hmm. ran that front row motorsports equipment has been truly incredible. And he, he would have had a couple better finishes as well if he didn't like getting late race ca- right. cautions. And, right. you know, he's running consistently in that 8 to 15 range, I would say. Right. I was going to say I, I agree with you with Jimmy. Like I, I was going to take him too. He's been – like nobody, I didn't. I I could have. I would have put even more money down <laughs> on him to win. But I mean, he's definitely surprised me of how you know the last past couple of years that he's been running. And my uh, my rookie is I have to say Tyler Reddick. Yeah, Reddick's been key. Yeah, he's been. He's, clutch. Been, he's always up there. He's always up close, top ten. Some most of the time. I mean, you know, stuff happens. But yeah, I'd, I'd go Jimmy Johnson and Tyler Reddick. Yeah, my my biggest surprise was going to be Jimmy Johnson as well. I thought for sure once he won that second stage at Martinsville, should have won a stage at Darlington, wrecked on literally the last turn, mm-hmm. ruined his day, had a good car that night. Just the amount of speed that they're bringing to the racetrack every week is something we did not see last year out of really Hendrick as a whole, but definitely out of Jimmy for sure. We thought he was done last year, right? and he's resurfaced. But yeah. if I had to pick a different guy, I would honestly say Brad Keselowski. The fact that, and we said that he kind of lucked into his wins, but the fact that he has two wins already with the crew changes that took place in the offseason mm-hmm. at Penske, I don't think even the most noble Kozlowski fans would have said that he would have two wins at this point in the year so right. far. Like I said, granted, he caught some breaks to get those wins, but right. you still have to put yourself in position to take advantage of the mistakes right. of the guys in front of you. So. But even like Dale said, a win's a win. Right. It doesn't yeah, it does, there's no notes Especially in the points that say, you know, yeah. Chase and Logano wrecked, and that's right. why he won this race. So. Right. And then as far as rookie goes, I'm with you, Tim. Tyler. Either of the guys are a good choice, but I'm yeah. going to go with Tyler Reddick. I did not really expect much from him at all this year. Right. And he's been in contention, not really for wins, but top fives, top tens, week in and week out. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget he's in Richard Childress' equipment, which is pretty much bottom of the barrel when it comes to the top-tier teams. Right. So right. the fact that he's running that well with with that equipment is pretty impressive. And you you bring it up bottom, bottom of the barrel, uh Remember you texted, I think it was in the group chat, about uh, car, somebody getting mad for not letting him pass or something? What was that about? Oh, that was uh, when Kyle Busch tweeted, or Joe Gibbs Racing tweeted about Corey LaJoy staying oh, out. Yeah, yeah. And they not, couldn't, yeah. Kyle couldn't get the free, the wave around. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I sent that. It Was uh, Was it you? Yeah, okay. it was a tweet from Joe Gibbs, like you said. Uh, and they basically said we would, Denny and Kyle would have got back on the lead lap had Ka- uh, Corey LaJoy not stayed out. And LaJoy responded, "Well, they should have been ahead of me then." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was that was great. That was perfect. Yeah, that was. See, to me, that's BS. I, I don't think anybody on the track should be pulling over for. I don't care who it is. If it's Kyle Busch, I don't care if it's Dale Earnhardt, Richie Petty. I don't care who it is. You, you, you're not obligated to pull over for anybody. So. That's why it's called lap traffic. Corey LaJoy's a small team. He's got to take advantage of the track position if he can get it. So I understood why he stayed out, and I don't blame him one bit for firing back with a you know, joke or whatever no, it was. And, but. and truthfully, the thing is with that is he stayed on the lead lap the whole race. Right. And he's Denny having a good and season Kyle in that car. lost more laps. So, right. you know, he, he obviously did have a faster car than them, which is crazy to say, but right. he did. Right. He would have had a great finish at Daytona to start the year off. It wasn't for colliding with Newman there on that last lap. Coming yeah. to the finish, right. so yeah, yeah, he well, probably still did finish good, honestly. Yeah, he probably did have a top ten. Yeah, who? Uh, Lejoy. Lejoy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, Newman, I think did we know too. Newman did. Yeah, Newman he crossed the line 119 miles an hour. Right, yeah. pull the Clint Boyer. <laughs> pull, pull the Clint Boyer. 
Yeah. So so while we're on the topic of pulling over, uh, <laughs> what did okay. you guys think about uh, right early in the race when uh, Joey lapped Ryan Blaney and Blaney stuck his middle finger? Oh yeah, out you him. saw. Yeah, I saw that. Oh my God, was I laughing? I, I was. Is that when Mike Joy was saying, or Jeff Gordon was saying, like, look at his hands in they, the race yep, car? They did a replay. Okay. They did a See, replay. I missed that part. Yeah. They I mean, I saw that part, but I missed a finger. Yeah, they, yeah, they did a replay, but the replay wasn't that. Yeah. The replay was him just putting his hand up like, you know, oh, come on, come on. Okay, yeah. But the one before that, <laughs> that was live, I was cracking up because I'm like, he didn't just do that. There's no way. and Because you, you could see him, like, shaking his head at one point. Yep. And then you see Logano, come up, well, yeah, Logano coming down or whatever and passing him. And they were even on the radio and said, listen, man, you know, I can't hold it off anymore. I got guys coming up behind me. Well, I mean, he still had, like, I think it was a two- or three-second lead. Yeah. It might have even been higher but it was that. getting, but, sh- but it was getting closed yeah, in Yeah, but on. there was only five laps to go until right. the right. uh, end of the stage. And, you know, you're going to lap your teammate. And then mm-hmm. the ironic thing is Blaney came back and had a hell of a fast car right. and right. honestly could have won that race. It's honestly crazy to think about the fact that Logano and Kozlowski both have two wins. And Blaney doesn't have any yet because he da- he's had fast race cars oh, a yeah. lot of weeks. Yeah. He probably had the winning car at Bristol, got taken out early in that so race too, yeah. by Ty Dillon. Mm-hmm. No surprise there. Mm-mm. And uh, had a fast car again at Martinsville. But you could definitely tell there's turmoil at Penske right now. See, I don't, I, I don't think they get along as well as we think they do. The driver side of it, definitely. Right, the drivers yeah. don't really get along with each other. And and look, let's let's be honest, Logano's not the most likable guy in the in the shed either. Well, I yeah. think that was part of his issue at Gibbs as well. Right. You know, he better be careful. I mean, he's a great driver, but if he can't mend relationships with his teammates, he'll be running himself out of town. He's just entitled. He's got that. He is entitled. Sliced yeah. bread. Remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, was it Mark Martin? Mark I called Martin him. Called yep. Him when he's back in the Home Depot car. So switching gears a little bit. What about biggest disappointment so far this year? Tim, I'll start with you. Uh, Remember, we're doing rookies and veterans. Rookies and veterans. Yeah. Oh God. Um. Disappointments. I don't. I, actually, I don't even know. Um, because I, I actually want to say Jimmy again because I mean he did. He's been well, doing I was gonna so say, well. I, I know you're going to be disappointed if he doesn't win a race because you owe somebody hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I need. I need. That's like the last race. I was sitting there. I'm like, okay. So if Jimmy wins, I win a hundred bucks. You should have said hundred bucks loses, for every win. But if he loses, yeah. <laughs> but, but if he loses, and this person wins, who I had money on to win that race. Well, then I win more money if that guy wins than I did Jimmy. So I'm like, well, you know, what am I what am I supposed to do there? But Catch 22. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, disappointed? Clint Boyer. Absolutely, actually. Just he's had me such bad head. luck. It's unreal. Terrible luck. Terrible, Terrible luck. And it's not like he can't be there because he's always there. And then something something just turns him. Something, something happens. and it's. But honestly, going back to the Atlanta race when he was cutting down those right rears yeah. three times, I think. There was something with the setup on that car. Either the yeah. setup, or he's just driving the car too hard. Honestly, right. Well, he's you know he's, I think he has a little bit to prove here. He needs to do something. Yeah. Well, who's was it Bubba Wallace's car where he had the part break where they had to jack the car more than usual? Yeah, it was Bubba. Yeah. The okay. Chain. Yeah. So two different makes there. So I guess yeah. that's not related. But and I don't think I have a a rookie. I don't. I don't know. It would have to be Christopher Bell. I would think honestly. I thought about Christopher Bell, but. What else is there really to pick from? Right, we already right, said. right. I got a different one. Do you? Do you? Yeah. Rookie-wise? Yeah. Who is it? Oh, I'm going to wait my turn. Well, you're next, so. You're I know. Next, I don't so want to give get it ready. my answer here, you know. No, I, 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 I mean, if I have to go with somebody, I guess I would go with Christopher, Be- uh, Christopher Bell, but, I mean, 
he doesn't like stand out to me. Yeah. Just to say that you know disappointed because I really don't <coughs> watch him as you know as a, as much as I probably should for a rookie coming up. But who you know when Jimmy leaves, who knows who I want to go after. But right. But yeah, well I'll go with Christopher Bell because now I want now I'm intrigued. Intrigued. Yeah, you got our attention. All right, so biggest disappointment. He's gonna pick some random guy that we didn't even yeah, know was a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You guys definitely know he's a rookie. So biggest biggest disappointment, non rookie wise, has to be Kyle Larson for me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that was going at all. I do. See, I'm going off left field here. You mm-hmm. know, out of the sport right now. Uh, five mm-hmm. wins in a row right now. At World yeah, Outlaws, I was gonna say he's one of those dirt races though. So, yeah, he's killing it there. I don't know. I'm still intrigued to see if he'll make his way back next year or not. What Stuart Haas with, you know, the possibility of two, maybe three cars open. Right. What's the purse for those dirt races? Do you know? Uh, not uh, not as much as somebody would think. I was thinking like 20, 30 yeah, grand like maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe 25, 30,000. Okay. So some, he definitely can't make a living off of that. No. Well, he could. Well, he could if you're doing not it Not the one week. he wants to live. Yeah, well, if you're doing it every week. Though, he, it's his own team, so he's winning that money himself. Obviously, he's paying his paying, guys Yeah, stuff, he's paying his guys. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um. All right. Rookie-wise, biggest disappointment, Cole Custer. Oh, oh definitely. Come yeah. from oh, winning yeah. championship He didn't last even year. cross my mind. Driving then, for arguably the best team in the, in the business. Yeah. yeah, keeping that seat warm for Kyle for next mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. No, I no for- he won't be in that car. But. No. Honestly, that, that's why I forgot about him because he hasn't even been on the radar all season. No, absolutely. I mean, and that 41 car was decent last year, so it's – Honestly, I, I could I could be honest about this. Before the season started, if I had to rank the rookies from best to worst, I probably would have put put uh, just because of the equipment he's in. John Hunter Nemechek would have been near the bottom. Yep. And yeah. Tyler Reddick. I don't, yeah. I would have said Bell and Custer would have the best seasons. Right. Quinn Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to go there. Well, huh? If we're going there, I'd like to talk about Timmy Hill for a minute. <laughs> he's not a rookie. I know. So my biggest disappointment, veteran wise, and this might surprise you guys, but. For me, it's got to be Kyle Busch. And I know he's been running a lot better yeah. here as of late, but they showed the graphic on Wednesday night at Martinsville. At this time last year, he already had three wins. And so far oh, this really? year, he has none. And until he led those few laps at Bristol, he led 14 laps all season at Daytona, and that was it. Yeah, and so, they, don't even, they don't even really cover him that much anymore. Right. And I know Toyota's got three wins so far this year, but I don't know. I think they've kind of fallen off quite a bit, too, yeah. as an organization. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for me, the, the biggest disappointment veteran-wise has to be Kyle Busch. Only four wins. Hamlin's got two, doesn't he? Hamlin's got two. Truex. Truex. And that's it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I thought you were saying – never mind. What's, yeah. in that, what's in that mug? <laughs> I left the vodka out today. Did it's you? just uh, some kiwi strawberry G fuel. Mm. I would not be surprised if Kyle ends up winning today or Denny Hamlin for that matter, but until Kyle gets a win, I'm going to classify the season as a disappointment for him because, let's face I it, think his standard more than is one winning. win. Yeah, his standard's winning. Yeah, and and let's not forget too, he's also the defending champ. So. Yeah, I mean, he's how how many seasons has he dominated at tracks, and now he can't even stay in the race. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about disappointments, what about Denny Hamlin winning? What does he have like five wins at uh, Martinsville? Yeah, and finish two, maybe three laps down in like mid twenties. Yeah, like that was. I mean, we made our picks insane. for last. What was it this past one and. You know, I took Kyle. I and, took Denny. And look at that. Right <laughs> out of think, the gate. It wasn't even got... like they waited. It was yeah. right out of the gate. They just dropped. Uh-huh. I so couldn't believe that. Here's a question I have for you guys. This might shock the hell out of you, but excluding this season so far, when do you think the last time Kyle Busch had a winless season was? 
A winless season? Winless season, zero wins. When did he start? What year did he start? 2003 was his first year. I'm gonna say well, actually, no, sorry. 2003, he didn't race at all. So 2004. Since it was started four. All right, I'm going to go 2008. Mm. What do you think, Tim? It's definitely those Kellogg's days. I was going to say seven, six or seven. This is kind of an unfair analysis because he only raced six races his rookie season. But you have to go back to 2004. That's the last time really? he didn't win a race. Really? So it's 2004 his rookie or? I guess technically it would be right since he ran. Since he didn't or race. Would it be his first full-time season? Well, first full-time Okay, probably. so 05 then. So I mean, so I guess technically 04 doesn't really count. So he's actually had a win every, every single, single year he's been year. full-time. At, yeah, at least one win. And if you're going to classify 05 as his rookie season, he had two wins. Right. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did because I, I think back then you had to run seven races to actually have it classify as a okay. yeah. as a oh, really? losing your rookies. Actual, yeah. Qualify- okay. Yeah, and there's a certain amount of races that you have to run and then you lose your rookie status. But I mean, it's like we're also sitting here where it's like we're talking like, you know, we're on la- uh race number 30. I mean, we're only on what the 8th race 11, tonight? 11 so far. 11 so far? I mean, so there's so much more racing left to do. Yeah, I mean, we're not even halfway to the chase yet. No, so not even close. 26 is the cutoff for that. Right. And, you know, he does run really well at Pocono. Yeah. So we got two of those coming up next weekend. But just talking about, like, the high standard, Talladega's next week. Oh, yeah, next week. 27, 28, that's which right. Talladega has fans. Yeah. 5,000. Yeah, we got to mention that. But I think it's that. all military, though, isn't it? No. No, that's today. today. Oh, that's today's race? Yeah. Today's only 1,000 at Homestead, and it's all military. Uh 5,000 at Talladega, and there was a lottery for season ticket holders for them to be able to get oh, in really? what was not extended to the military. And yeah. So, and there's actually going to be infield as well. Oh, well, I'm just, hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping, man. Just think how empty uh, Talladega is going to look, even with 5,000 people, how big that place is. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, still going to look like a ghost town. Yeah. Well, the, fr- the front stretch, I think, is a mile long almost. Yeah, so it's long. Yeah. Like that grandstand, a mile. Is it longer than Pocono? Grandstand. No, Pocono's definitely the longest Okay, straight. that's what I thought. Pocono's the best. But just to go back to what but I was saying about... not straight, so that's, that's <laughs> right. where you... Yeah, yeah that's true. It's yeah, got it's a dog straight. leg in it. Uh, <laughs> Good dog leg. What I was saying about Kyle Busch's standards earlier, he's had two seasons, 08 and 18, where he won eight races. So, like I but said... But that's, that's the highest in a season? That's the he most he's had, but he's done it twice. Yeah, but that's 2008 and not... A, and not Anything close to that? Seven? He did it again six? in 2018. In tw- yeah, 2018. And the next closest would be five, which he did in 17 and 19. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying like the standard for him is top-notch because he, he wins a lot. Yeah. So what's his total wins? He's got 56 total wins. So, and he started when? His rookie season, I guess, would technically be 05. No, 05 was the first full one, right? Right. So 15, you're talking he's averaging about, let's just say, four – Four wins a year. Correct. And just to give you an idea about this, like last season, he led over 1,500 laps. So far this year, 120. 121. So, like I said, rookie-wise, for me, it would have to be either – I forgot about Cole Custer. But, yeah, that's probably who I would pick. Initially, it was going to be Christopher Bell, and I know he's racing for Gibbs, kind of. But it's also um, not – I mean, it's not Gibbs-Gibbs. It's – an offshoot, an o- a satellite team, I guess. Well, let's be say. honest, though. It, it is Gibbs. It's The cars are built there in the shop and everything right. like that. Just like 
Um, I don't know if you're aware of it, but Richard Petty, uh, his cars are made by Childress, right? Childress. They yeah. built a garage behind RCR, right. and they're building the 13 and the 43 out of there. Same with the Wood Brothers car in Penske. Yep. I mean, Petty still has his own garage and everything, but basically everything that's coming out is Petty equipment. Right, yeah. Or not Petty, but RCR equipment. Right. And but the one thing we know about that 95 car, even going back to when it was Casey Kane or Matty D, it, it's never really in contention to win races typically. So. Well, Matty D had a couple shots in there. I don't know what it is. I, I, I just don't think they're sinking all of the Gibbs resources into that 95 car. I know it's a satellite team, but. It all depends There's how much something they want to pony up. Right. Yeah. I mean, you just never see it anywhere near victory lane, so I'm just curious as to why that is. Hey, if you guys hear any crying, it's, it's, not, boy. it's not from me. Laura went and grabbed some food for us quick, some food from Pizza Belly. So. All right. So them. anything else you guys want to talk about from those previous races that we skipped over, or you want to just get into Miami now? Yeah, I think uh, I'm good. Yeah, good here. Jump right into Miami. Cause, I mean, it's... 30 minutes till showtime, so. Well, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about as far as the racetrack itself here real quick. Um, first off, you guys have any idea who has the most wins there? Oh, Denny. Truex. No, I think Truex only has one. Denny's tied for second. He's got two. Oh, damn. So. Jimmy. <laughs> the inaugural race at Homestead was in 1999, won by Tony Stewart. He actually won the first two races there. But the guy that's got the most wins, Greg Biffle, won three in a row oh, really? from 04 to 06. The Biff. Biff Tannen. I miss the Biff. <laughs> I do too, honestly. I liked watching him race. But, uh, yeah, Kyle Busch won, la won there last year, obviously, won the championship there, won the race as well. Right. Um. In fact, the last three years, you've had the champion win that race. Well, they crowned the champion there, so they right. pretty much had to win it to win it. Yeah, I guess. But <laughs> 2016, I forget who won the championship that year, but Jimmy Johnson won the race. Wasn't Was that the year? No, that wasn't the year when Kurt Busch did, right? Kyle Busch won it the year before. He also won the race. But, yeah, it's it's pretty common for the champion to win the race it, like i said jimmy in 16 was the last time it didn't happen but as far as today's race goes um oh interestingly enough too uh, this might help you guys when you're picking your drivers to win today's race mm -hmm. um only twice has a driver won the race from outside the top 20 uh greg biffle started in 22nd in 06 yeah and denny hamlin started in 38th in 2009 that's the only two times a driver has ever won at Homestead from outside the top 20 starting position. Oh. And if you look at the last three years, second, fifth, and fourth were the starting positions of the winner. So interesting side notes there for your picks later on. Yeah, it's kind of tough with this one, though. You know, there's no practice, no qualifying, so everything's just a random draw. So I, I think looking at those kind of stats is kind of out of, the w out of like, yeah. you know. Well, it just goes to show you that track position is key there. Um, I will say, if I'm not mistaken, next week at Talladega, we are going to have practice, right? They canceled the, that today. Yeah, oh, they, they canceled it today. Yep. Qualifying still, but no practice. What did they say? Why they canceled it? I didn't see that. I just saw that it was canceled. Okay. To me, I mean, honestly, it's Talladega. It's probably the track that 
practicing on is the least effective. Oh, well, yeah. That's Absolutely. true. Yeah. I just thought from the standpoint with the bump drafting and all, they want to get some laps down doing that sort of thing. But So they did the random draw again for the qualifying order. Denny Hamlin's going to start on the pole. Brad Kozlowski was close again, got third. And uh, 12th was Clint Boyer, so the bad luck continues for him. Yep. He was literally the last possible spot of the random draws and there he is getting it in 12th position so we'll have to see how this shakes out i'm not a i don't know about you guys but i'm not a huge fan of this racetrack i'm so happy that it's no longer the finale every year i think that was a yeah, huge mistake that was a great great decision there yeah those, those races there at the end of the year were usually pretty boring and unfortunately uh the only thing that even made them remotely exciting is the fact that they were racing for a championship and they had no choice but to run hard right. well and watching a larson run the wall the whole time <laughs> <laughs> he would definitely be a contender if he was running there today. He would oh, yeah. have been my pick if he was in there that today. That thing you sent today, that uh, was on Facebook or whatever, uh, of what uh, him that? winning the dirt track. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the comment underneath it. Let's see. Let me go back to that quick here. Just a side note, 2007, Matt Kenseth did win there. Oh, so yeah, that's right. And and Matty K, Matty K is back. Yeah, it he says, is. and Kenseth will st stink at Homestead, a place we know 100%. Larson would have been in contention. Yeah, that's good. And actually, you have to go back to 2002 to the last time Homestead-Miami was not the final race. 2002 was the first season where it was, so it's only been really? for the last 18 years, yeah. Wow. Honestly, I c I'm surprised it's been 18 years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you I thought it was sooner? I going to, like, Atlanta for the end of the year. Right. I mean, well, maybe I just have, like, uh, fond memories of Bobby Labonte winning a championship there. PTSD. You won there in 03, the year I graduated high school. Um, Way to tell your age. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing there. I was surprised to see is we had 43 car fields right up until 2015. I feel like yeah. it's been longer than that. It seems longer. It definitely but it's only longer. been five years. Yeah. Well, we're down to 40. Yeah, 40, 40 if they could get that many. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's the one thing that's surprising for me is, you know, you go to these races and you see 37, 38. And yeah. Yeah, just somebody put a car in. But then again, at it's that expensive. point, it's, it's pricey, man. It is, but you're bringing home a big chunk of change to just start and park. But that is the reason why they have, you know, reduced the amount of cars in the field to not encourage the start and park people that, right. you know, run three laps, park it. Field since... Um, in 2015, where then it was reduced to 40, and obviously they have trouble getting 40-car fields at a lot of these racetracks, but right. only five years since they've had 43 cars in races. When was that? What was that again? 2015, 2015 was the last time they had 43 cars in the field. Well, it's it's expensive, like we, you know, we were saying. It's yeah, it seems like yesterday. Honestly, in my opinion, if NASCAR could make it through the recession we had in 08-09, I don't see any way that they're going to shut down now. I mean, I know the economy's in the crapper right now because of coronavirus, but uh, it's going to rebound. You know it is. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, definitely. I mean, things were getting better all year long before this happened, and now, you know, we just have a little lull, but right. things are starting to pick back up again, and, um, you know, maybe we'll start seeing. Honestly, we still are seeing new sponsors come in within the last couple of weeks. So Yeah. Well, how about uh, Jimmy dropping? Beam signs. and Blaney too, a couple Blaney. other guys. You hear about that? Yeah, because he tweeted Cause something, they were tweeting about, something the about the 
Bubba's car from yeah. last weekend yep. saying it was garbage. Oh, is that what they said? Yeah. No. See, I didn't see the post. They took but it down. Yeah. Yeah, he took it down immediately, and then uh, Bubba had Damn. a screenshot of it, and it had he garbage and two thumbs down or something like that. This and was the CEO of the company? Yeah, the guy. It's himself, basically. Beam. Uh, I think it's like Mike Beam, maybe. Yeah. And he does all the paintings on the helmets for a lot of the drivers. You just have to know he can't say stuff like that in this anymore. day and age. Uh, yeah, anymore he can't. It's, it's career suicide anymore. It is. And Dale, you said Richard Petty came out, what was it, today or... Uh, yeah, I saw it this morning. It said basically that if anybody, uh, any one of his drivers ever kneels for the flag during the national anthem, he will uh, fire them immediately. That'll start up soon. I also wanted to mention real quick before we go any further that, um, you know, with the three of us being on, we're, we're planning on bringing some guests in here shortly. So, I you know, we talked to, uh, you know, Brandon about, you know, yep. his races at Evergreen and... Um, we have a couple guests lined up that we're going to bring in to talk about different stuff, so we're excited to do that and see where that goes. But uh, anything else you guys want to add before we make our picks for today's race here? No. <laughs> no, I think we uh, covered everything. All right, so pulling up the standings here, um, we made some adjustments. Obviously, Jake was in the lead, but we uh, – Sorry, Jake, we DQ'd you from the contest. But uh, so 11th race was Martinsville last Wednesday. I picked Joey Logano. He got me 51 points. And then Tim and uh, Dale both had a rough day. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It Denny was bad. Hamlin with 13 and Kyle Busch with 18. So you Mine guys a little worse than yours. <laughs> yeah, true. The, the unfortunate thing with the Kyle Busch pick is he used up a great driver, and he has a horrible finish. I think he finished, what, two laps down? Yeah. Dude, you're talking about that. I used my last chance at Denny Hamlin. Yeah, that Hamlin's too. Hamlin's off my list now, so. So is that your that. first used up driver, or do you have others? That's my first used up. Okay. <laughs> Let's not talk about two? mine. <laughs> oh, you got one more, Kyle Bush yet. You picked I, him at I Charlotte. I have three out. Yeah, Tim's yeah, done Tim with the. has got uh, a laundry list here. <laughs> uh, Dale, can you enlighten me as to what the green highlights are? Uh, green is uh we actually picked a race winner. So, I mean, no bonus points or anything like that. It's just just uh, calling it out still that we had something in there for it. Okay. So, I don't see the updated standings here. Do you have them? Uh, all the way at the right. To the right, to the right. All oh, your I points are out the box to the right. <laughs> all right. So, to break it down here real quick, I'm leading the way now with 309 points. Jeter. Um, <laughs> Tim is in second with... 295, and Dale's bringing up the rear at 270. I like it back there. Well, the good news is you get first pick. So, without further ado, who's going to win the uh, Dixie Vodka 400 today at Miami Homestead Speedway? Well, I'm going to take a little different approach than who's going to win. I'm going to take... <laughs> I'm going to go out, and I'm going to use, you know, we have 36 races. We've already said we can only use each of these drivers twice. I know so. you're taking I was telling Tim the other day when we get to the playoffs for this thing, we're going to be using like Timmy Hill, and yeah, that, that's why that's why I'm going to try to get some of these out of the way a little earlier here. You know, unlike Tim, who's going to have probably Jimmy, Jimmy gave me a bad week with one point. One point. So well, I my response to. was, I'm just going to build a big enough lead, maybe a thousand points or so, so <laughs> that I could use those drivers and still be comfortable. See, that's where it always backfires on me because I took that approach last year when we had our fantasy. Uh, NASCAR thing, and I started to catch back up at the end, but I just didn't have enough time to make that comeback. 
It also doesn't help when you go on cruises and forget to set your lineup, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think I lost about <laughs> 500 points that week or yeah. something like that. Oh, uh, you know, I should have took Daniel Suarez that week. <laughs> yeah. Hometown boy. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go out on a whim here. I'm going to take a driver that won here last year. Well, before you make your pick, you might want to choose um, – Maybe the most physically fit guys because they just showed the numbers, and this is going to be the hottest race so far this year. 85 degrees. Really? The real feels 96. Well, we know Bubba's going to pass out again then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Yep. Twice. Actually, Newman was pretty bad, too. Newman. You could tell he was aggravated. And uh, Balicki, Balicki got taken to the uh, the infield care center after the race as well. But Oh, you know what I wanted to bring up, too, with the Martinsville race was Austin Dillon. How come, and I guess maybe the car was beyond repair, but they had a replacement driver on standby how come they didn't put almondinger in the car when they took dylan out they didn't actually have him at the track oh so he was on standby in case austin had to leave prior right, to that having baby. his wife did yeah. have the baby yep so he was no longer at the track because they could only have a certain amount of people once they knew that they were in the clear i got uh you. they sent him off and brought somebody else in so that way they had somebody else for the team but the reason was when he lost that tire early in the race he um, lost some of the crush panels and right. all the fumes yeah. and stuff was coming up in. Yeah, so you could tell when car. they pulled him out of the car, he wasn't right. No, no, no he definitely was out of it. Right. But speaking about who isn't right, <laughs> um, you know, because this is not going to be the race winner. Um, you don't uh, know that. Uh, he's, out, he's starting outside of the top 20, so these trends oh, here God. are. It happens. Uh, I'm going to go with, you know, who won the Xfinity race there last year. Uh, One of our. Biggest surprises as a rookie. Yep, I knew it. Tyler Reddick. Yeah, exactly. Oh, nice. Yep. I knew he was going to I, I wanted to bring this up earlier, and I forgot, and you just reminded me. When we were talking about disappointments outside of Kyle Busch, and this should have been obvious to me because I picked him to win three races this year. For me, it's got to be William Byron, too. Yeah, that's what my mom calls me. I was, what? Big disappointment. <laughs> I thought you meant William Byron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I was scrolling through the lineup here, and I saw his name, and I'm like, oh, that's what I wanted to say because you could go back and listen to when we recorded at Dale's for Daytona. I said, my bold prediction was Byron would win three races, and so far he hasn't even sniffed. Well, yeah, yeah. but you probably had his car number in the amount of Miller lights in you at that time as well. <laughs> That's probably true. That is definitely well, true. I honestly, I wouldn't be. I mean, we're still early. It's like I said, a third through the season, so he could still. Things do you something. said, we we probably couldn't even record. Yeah, <laughs> it might be possible. I think we didn't. Re well, we did record, but I we didn't did, upload that. Yeah, we didn't upload that one. <laughs> so Tyler Reddick. I'm going to go at Reddick. You know, he he's likes running that wall line, and he was really good at it last year in the Xfinity. Granted, their cars, you can hit the wall a little bit more than you can with these cup cars. Mm -hmm. uh, but would, would it be safe to say that if Larson was racing, you'd be picking him? It would be very safe to say that. Okay, I figured. Well, I think if Larson was still in, who knows how many times you would have used him or no. I haven't used him yet. No, I mean Auto Club and here would have been where I would have yeah. so put Larson. Today. I think yeah. I used him at Auto Club and he screwed me big time because yeah. remember he hit the yep. wall. Yep. Yeah, because I couldn't use him then. Cause but he kind of, you know, got you a free pass on another forty-two. True. Yeah. So it was like a free usage. Right. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Right. I think I'm gonna go with the uh, the obvious. I got the next pick, right? Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with the obvious and go with Denny. Oh. So are you done with Denny now? I forget. Uh, probably. <laughs> I'm gonna so let's here. see. We're 11 races in. Tim's four drivers out. Four drivers out. <laughs> no, he didn't use Denny yet, so he's still good with Denny. Nice. So he, let's see. You're he's done with Jimmy, Clint, Kyle, 
and that's it. The Clint one really surprises me that you've already exhausted your uses. Well, Tim's have been dropping little subtle hints here like that that's going to be his driver next year if, like Clint. if, if he's, not he's racing. If. We'll see. So you're going to copy me since, you know, I went to Clint. Well, I've always wanted to be you my entire life, so. Well, you got to gain about 150 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and he said if it's not uh, Clint Boyer, then it's going to be uh, Brendan Poole. I was thinking uh, the showman. Yeah, he likes to try to pick drivers with the same name, so maybe Timmy Hill. Yeah, Timmy, Timmy's got a good name. I'm going to be a Josh Balicki fan. And there you go. Dale will be a Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan. <laughs> Over my <laughs> dead body. I almost dropped some obscenities <laughs> when you said that. So. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, so Tim's going with Denny. I hate to do this because I was going to save him for Pocono weekend, both races possibly. But uh, I'm going to use my first time with Kyle Busch this week. I knew that was coming once you said both races possibly. Yeah. So, I mean, chances are I'll be leading then still, so I won't be able to pick him anyway. But I'm just that good at this. <laughs> just a, a quick thought that popped into my head, Dale. I was going to mention this off air, but I'll just mention it here. Um, I think we should still keep Jake's stats and see how he stacks up. So this way when one of us actually beats him, we could rub it in his face. Yeah, I already deleted him off the face of that spreadsheet. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, there goes that idea. By Felicia. <laughs> well, he picked Kyle Busch last week, too, because we do listen, well, at least I listen to a couple episodes of his podcast. And uh, I'll give him credit. He picked Brad at Bristol, and he picked uh, Harvick at Atlanta, but Kyle Busch dismal last week. So that would put him probably not in second, but I would have caught up quite a bit. All right, so the picks are in. Dale's taking Reddick. Tim's taking uh, Denny Hamlin, and I'm taking Kyle Busch starting fourth. So, now see, none of you guys have actually really gone out and taken anybody outside of the normal winners that we would normally have. So that's gonna actually have to come pretty soon. Yeah, you're right. I'm I'm just looking at who, but I I mean obviously I'm used up with Harvick, but he did finish first and second when I used him, so I'll take that every day. Um. Yeah, outside of that, I mean, I've been picking some pretty high-caliber drivers with Truex and Logano, Kozlowski, but, yeah, we'll see. I think I got some lower ones sprinkled in there, you know. I think I use Matty D and yeah. Reddick now. Well, that's, I'm going to have to start using, like, Matt Kenseth and maybe Ryan Newman here and there. Like, Newman, next week will be it. He's been there, like, you know, normal Newman-ish, about yeah, 12th. 12th, 15th, yeah. Well, next week will be the week to use the no-name guys because Talladega, as we know, is a crapshoot. So. Corey LaJoy. Corey LaJoy. That might be the one. Hell, you know who? I, I, I'm not saying it because maybe <laughs> I'll use him. Well, you're going to have first pick again, so you might as well just say it. Maybe I'll do it for Dale. See if you can pick up on that reference. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to talk about before we get this race going here? No, it's, you know. Hopefully it's going to be a good race. Uh, oh, I think we said the baseball thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure most of our listeners have followed this pretty closely, but baseball keeps proposing a certain amount of game schedule, and the players keep rejecting it, saying that they want more money. And I'm just thinking, like, okay, you're not playing a whole season. Why should you get paid for playing a whole season if you're only playing 70 or 80 games? You're playing half the season, so you get half the salary. It's prorated. That's how it works. Well, that's the thing I don't understand either. So you're saying you don't want 
you know, a prorated salary, but if you're sitting on the couch, are you really getting anything? Right. They're so probably not getting paid at all. Ha- half of your salary is better than none of your salary. Right. And I'm sure a majority of these guys are keeping in shape and they're doing what they got to do to be ready when the games do come back, but there's going to be guys that come back out of shape and it begs the question, if they are getting paid, what are we getting paid for? You're right. not doing anything. But I, I just I can't side with the players on this. You're not playing a full season. There's no way you should get a full salary. Well, how about for the players that, you know, are on the DL? Well, you shouldn't be getting paid then, right? Right. You don't you don't play. You don't get paid. Right. But they well, won't take it. Well, they're in the rehab probably. Well, their contract you know states that da 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 da. But everybody has to take sacrifices for this. And right. They're no different. Well, I mean, I think you're going to see the. MLB lose a lot from this, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, at least NBA's coming back. I uh, told Tim a few weeks ago when we were playing golf, I got an alert on my phone. ESPN sent it out. They said baseball teams individually are going to lose approximately $650,000 a game mm-hmm. per game. So yeah. times that by 162, and I don't know what that number is, but it's a lot. It's high. So I, I don't know. It's It's a tricky situation. I get it. But what about these ballparks and owners that are losing a ton of money from – not having games, look right? Me, and mean, these I'm players want to get money that they haven't earned. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at me. I'm a Pirates fan. One of the smallest uh, markets. Well, I shouldn't say markets, but smallest uh, payroll. And say organization, of, right? So, I mean, I think two or three of the Yankees players is basically is the a, whole yeah. Pirates uh, yep. uh, salary. Mm-hmm. So, all that money that they're losing out there from the ballpark being closed, right? It's just crazy. I mean, so think about this, though. Without that money, next year, what are these teams' salary caps going to be? Right. So it's just I, I would rather my team be out there on the field with players getting paid less. And let's not even think about the major leaguers. Them not agreeing to this stuff is not only affecting them, but it's affecting the minor leaguers. Well, look how many guys they laid off, all those minor leaguers that lost their jobs that yep. will probably never cool. play baseball again. Yep. And then not only that, um, I know from seeing the Pirates thing that they uh, suspended the 401k for wow. uh, a bunch of people in their organization. Really? That's crazy. Tim, did you see the, the new thing out about the Yankees, how they might have a similar scandal like the Astros? Really? 2017. But I yeah. didn't see that yet. I guess it's being investigated. It's just a rumor right now, but I just saw that yesterday, I think it was. Well, which one was that, about cheating? Yeah, cheating scandal. What was theirs? That. I'm not sure exactly. I didn't really read into it. I just saw that it was... Uh, 25 World Series. <laughs> yeah, an investigation that nobody's happier than me to see that, but... Yeah. Well, hey, if they if they did it, I'll be the first one to say, you know, just like with A-Rod yeah. and all that scan, hey, cheating's cheating. I don't care who it is. I mean, I'll still cheer for the Yankees and they'll still be my team, but right. I'm not going to sit there and, and try and say, oh, well, listen... They they did this because of this or uh well 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 uh Houston did it well yeah. I'm not gonna do that I'm gonna right. say yeah they cheated they're my team but they cheated I don't tell you like true I mean let's be honest though if you're not cheating you're not winning you're not trying a lot of it like you're not trying hard enough right if you're not cheating that's so. it yep especially NASCAR we know it every week there's people trying to walk that line or mm-hmm. going a little further over it and you know NFL baseball I think we see it everywhere but yeah. it's just not caught. Larry Mack reminds us every week, it seems, you got a guy dropping to the rear for failing inspection three times, mm-hmm. and he reminds us real quick, we're not talking about inches here, we're talking about thousandths of an inch. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. it's that minute, and they're trying to bend the rules any way possible to get an advantage. 
Yeah, because there's no, there might not be an actual rule set that says you cannot do this. Right. You know, with one hundredth of a, you know, inch or whatever. Well, there was uh, what Kyle Bush in the truck series. Um, he had to go to the back and actually come into the pit lane on the first lap because he uh, you pass through. Pass through. That's the new thing. If he you had three times, you. Yeah, he had a bar that was in the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the truck, I should say from last year's race because they parked the truck after racing there last year and just put it on the side brought it to the track and that bar is now illegal whereas last year the bar was legal Mm -hmm. he's like there's no way a bar being here in my truck's gonna give me a an advantage or anything maybe if you scrape the wall or something Mm -hmm. but no speed advantage nothing like that and they failed and had to cut that out yeah well about truex went in that race on martinsville with the they couldn't adjust his uh the wedge in the car yeah. Remember the guy put the wrench in and yeah. it wouldn't turn? Mm-hmm. And he still won. Yep. So. It is what it is. Well, Chase today, he had to go to the back, right? Oh, did he? Because of the ballast mm-hmm. falling out and stuff. Wow. So. Yep. This spa- was it Spacers? Yesterday's race? Uh, Some kind of ballast that fell out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That held that, uh, that lid or. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for Season 2, Episode 1 of the Average Joe's Podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. We're going to go catch this Homestead race. Hopefully, Kyle Busch brings it home today. Hopefully gets not. his first win of the season. Tyler Reddick gets top 10. Yeah. That's, all, will, ca- that's uh, all I want, just top 10. Yeah, just top 10. He's not asking for much, people. We will uh, talk to you guys next weekend. Yes, sir.